Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your presence this morning. And thank you, Father, that, Lord, where two or three are gathered in your name, you're always there. And you inhabit the praises of your people. Lord, thank you, Father, Lord, for moving in our midst. Lord, for touching hearts, Lord, touching lives, Lord, and moving in situations, moving in hearts, God, and doing a powerful work this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I thank you that your word, Lord, which, which comes, Lord, does not return to you void, but accomplishes the purpose for which it was sent. And it will bear much fruit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, worship team. All right, you may be seated. So I've asked Julie to just keep playing, um, just to keep the atmosphere of worship, because we're going to talk about worship this morning. And um, uh, what I have to say today is, just while waiting on the Lord, He gave me two, uh, two, two, two points to share, and um, it's all in line with uh, our fearless courage culture. That um, the theme is, you know, for for this year. And I believe as, as worshippers, that's, that's the attitude we have to have. We have to be fearless. Amen. Because worshippers were, were put in the front line even before the soldiers right, in the Old Testament. So they can't be fearful. They can't be fearful and praising God. Uh, they have to be fearless and courageous. Uh, and that's a characteristic of a worshipper. Um, and I want to share two to heart attitudes um, that has helped me uh, when it comes to worship and I believe this this will this will bless you as well so the first attitude that that is important is an heart attitude of faith um, or you know an expectancy of something powerful powerful is that, that something powerful is going to happen in our midst Amen. Whenever you get on your knees, whenever you pray, whenever you lift up your hands, whenever you open up your mouth to sing, you got to have this attitude. Otherwise, uh, you know, you're, you're no different than the singers out there in the world. Uh, so, so you know, as you notice, you know, we, we are not the most talented people here. We're, we're far from it, right? Uh, but, <laughs> but we sing because we are courageous because we want to storm the gates of hell. Uh, we, want to, we want to push back, push back the enemy and take ground. Not because he is taking over us. No, we are taking over him. We are taking over everything that the enemy has held. Amen. And that's the attitude we have to have. So worship is about expectancy. And um, I think it was in the 18th century, William Carey said, expect great things from God and attempt great things for God. That's a powerful, powerful declaration because uh, we go through the routine of worship and we just sing, you know, so God wants us to come back to the heart of it, heart, heart of worship. And the heart of worship is a heart that is courageous. Knowing our God, knowing who He is, knowing that He is good, knowing that He's, he's, he's got our back, knowing that He fights our battles. Um, and um, you know the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Do you know what it says? Any memory verse uh, champions here? <laughs> Without faith, 
it is impossible to please god for he who comes to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him so a prerequisite of coming to god is that you coming faith amen so you cannot you cannot come and meet god if you don't have faith because he, he says it is it is impossible and when the bible says something is impossible it is impossible right <laughs> yeah that's it um <clears throat> and the second thing that he says also is that he who comes to god must believe that he is so first you got to believe that he is god he exists and he is all powerful and you must also believe that he is a rewarder for those who diligently seek him and that's the key when you come to worship you believe that when i come and when i sing he is going to do great things for me he is going to fight my battles every prayer is not wasted amen so if you've been praying for something and you think that's been praying and praying and praying and praying don't worry no prayer is wasted god hears he hears right so let's have that expectancy of faith so that's a heart attitude so let's build that let's cultivate that i'm just going to take you to a portion of scripture in ezekiel chapter 37 verses 1 to 10 a very famous portion of scripture and um, the lord has been speaking to me through this and uh, uh, let's just read it so the hand of the lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold there were very many in the open valley and indeed they were very dry and he said to me son of man can these bones live so i answered oh lord god you know again he said to me prophesy to these bones say to them oh dry bones hear the word of the lord thus says the lord god to these bones surely i will cause breath to enter you and you shall live I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live then you shall know that I am the Lord so I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied there was a noise and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone indeed as I looked the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them but there was no breath in them and he said to me prophesy to the breath prophesy son of man say to the breath thus says the lord god come from the four winds o breath breathe on these slain that they may live so i prophesied as he commanded me and breath came into them and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army we just sang he can turn bones to armies amen and i was challenged by this this portion of scripture because You know the bible says that when when ezekiel saw the bones the bones were very dry so the bible is very descriptive of what this was it wasn't a wet bone it was a very dry bone right so it's been there for a long time it's as dead as dead can get right and um you cannot be more dead than this so look if you've been if you're facing a situation like this we all we all face situations that's life where you feel like your situation is dead or beyond it sometimes if it's 
not yet dead, you have hope. But when it's dead, you lose hope. But when it's very dead, you don't even bother, right? But it's time to get your courage on. It's time to get your fearless attitude on because you know who backs you? The one who's backing you is the God of the impossible. Amen. And when we start walking, knowing who our God is, no situation is beyond saving. No situation. Even if you say the deadline is passed, if you say this has already happened, no. It's, 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 it's not beyond saving. So the Bible says he's able to do exceedingly abundantly, more than what we could ask or think. And you know, sometimes I try to you know, picture, uh, when I'm in situations, try to picture what's the best possible outcome here. But you know why the Bible says it's more than what you can ask or think? Because you can't ever think or imagine a situation where God can save you through this. But He does. Amen? Have, has anyone been through something like that? Where a miraculous, miraculous situation happens and God saves you in, in a, such a powerful way that if you look back, you would think, how could this ever happen? Amen? Well, that has happened to us so many times. So many times. When, when everything seems negative, God says, no, this is the time. This is the time for you. And the Bible also says that the bones were scattered. were scattered all over the place. So sometimes, you know, that scattering talks about confusion. It's like, you think, oh, it's such a mess. Where do I start? How do I pick up the pieces? Everything that I've done has just been destroyed. Like, whatever I do, I don't know where to start. And confusion reigns, and you've lost your peace. And this is what it was. The bones were scattered. And the other thing the Bible says is the bones were in a valley. So you can't go lower than that, right? The bones weren't on a mountaintop, they were on a valley. So this situation was the worst of the worst. Dry, scattered, and in a valley. Really bad. Really, really bad. All right? And there's no, no hope except when you hope in God. So a valley, you know, talks about, again, a despairing situation. You're going through this long patch where everything seems negative. Everything that you do seems down. But this morning, God would ask you a question. And this question is, I, I guess, the theme of, of my message today. Son, daughter, can these bones live? You know the answer. right? God is asking you the question, can these bones live? Whatever, I don't know what your struggle is. I don't know what, what it, maybe it's your spiritual life. You know, maybe you were on a high at one point, but then over time you've gone down, gone down, and now you've, you feel like you're in a valley, and different situations has led you further and further away from God. Do you feel like that? If you feel like that, there is hope. God is asking you, can, can your situation be turned around again? What is your answer? I hope you answer yes. Because, yes, these bones can live. Amen? Come on, say that out loud. Yes, Lord, these bones will live. Amen? These bones will live. Amen. Amen. 
So let faith arise this morning in your hearts because like I said that's a hard attitude before you come into worship and that's the courageous culture that God wants to see in his people. So worship <clears throat> is a faith that tells God not only are you able to do the impossible you are able to do it in an extremely greater bigger way than what I can imagine. So it's time to look the giant in the eye whatever it is and say what you intended for bad my god is turning around for good and it starts today when you make that decision when you answer that question these bones will live so declare that over your situation declare it over all the challenges you face and the beauty of this portion of scripture is that not only did the bones the dry bones come back to you know each other there was a rattling noise the bible says and it came to each other and not only did the flesh come upon it not only did the skin come upon it uh, not only you know were, were they were, were the bones um, uh, you know uh, brought alive by the breath the bones stood up the bible says they, they stood up and then what they what were they they were an exceedingly great army amen so sometimes we settle for just the rattling and coming together all right that's it or we settle for just being you know uh, just what god is trying to do okay lord i just need to come alive you come alive and that's it no that's not it god has bigger plans right so from being alive he he takes you to the opposite extreme so what does a soldier do a soldier takes ground he fights the enemy amen so from a dry bone what has he made you he's made you a soldier so this is the extreme of what god wants to do in you if only you have the faith to believe amen if only you have the faith to believe and sometimes you know we uh, we limit god and we say you know we 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 can you know we'll just try to barely make it but god's will for you is not just to barely survive it's to thrive yeah. amen because the bible says that um you know when 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 we believe god for big things you know, he he's always going to he's always going to do it because without faith it is impossible to please god amen so uh that's my that's my uh, ask of you today just answer the call of god answer that question um so what what dry bones are you faced with today what is it just come before the lord he's waiting for you because there's nothing that is too hard for our god and the second thing is this so i said there's two two hard attitudes that we're talking about today and the second one is being a symphony of praise making having an attitude of being a symphony of praise and you watched the video earlier on where you know your your heart um your your worship is not only on a sunday but it's throughout your week and that's what i meant by being a symphony of praise where in your life in your workplaces wherever you are that not only when you sing but in your actions in the words you speak to others how you respond to others it's all worship it's all worship you respond in love it's worship and 
what they see is a symphony is a song in your life and that changes changes them so the the scripture for this is in acts chapter 16 uh, verses 25 to 28 very famous uh, portion of scripture um, with paul and silas being thrown into prison it says but at midnight paul and silas were praying and singing hymns to god and the prisoners were listening to them suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed and the keeper of the prison awaking from from sleep and seeing the prison doors open supposing the prisoners had fled drew his sword and was about to kill himself but paul called with a loud voice saying do yourself no harm for we are all here isn't that powerful like god you know just brings a earthquake and the chains are loosened the prison doors are flung open but you know what got me here is the miracle within the miracle now prison doors opening yes it's powerful but to me when a prisoner doesn't want to escape that's even more powerful amen you have the the worst of the worst being being in that prison and um, it wasn't out of the goodness of their heart that they stayed right i believe you know the bible also says that when paul and silas were singing the prisoners were listening amen and i believe that when we go through all the trials in life our song uh, and our praise should not change because we know our god so even though we go through a valley even though we go through stuff we know that he's in control and that's why we praise him we know because we have the inside story amen we know god he, he's the author and the finisher of our faith so even though we can't see an end to something he sees everything amen recently i was on a plane and it was so windy and so cloudy but the moment we went to 24000 feet it was all calm and we had the storm below us so that's what happens when you pray when you connect with god you immediately see things the way he sees things and that causes you to praise him amen so when you start to praise him i believe that all everything around you will begin to change people around you will begin to change when your life is a symphony for god uh, it doesn't mean that you sing loud in, at at work but it means that in your responses in your actions when you're kind to people when you do do the extra mile when people will see it and that will change them when a prisoner will not escape prison when a door is open that's a powerful transformation of the heart a very powerful transformation of the heart and that's god's speciality amen yes he heals the sick yes he does all that but he is a transformation transformer of hearts and he can do that so i don't know if you have anyone who you know you feel oh this person is really bad i wish this person changes you know i don't know maybe maybe you have someone like that in your life but now you have the key amen sing in the darkest night and that's what paul and silas did it was midnight when they sang 
and they weren't in the outer prison they were in the innermost prison they were right there and they were shackled that's not the best time to sing but if you know your god any time is a good time to sing amen so let's not be let's not be shallow christians let's be strong courageous despite whatever we're facing we know our god and that's why we praise him that's why we sing and that's why we respond in such a beautiful way to all those around us because we want people to know our god and people's hearts and lives to be changed and also you know sometimes there's, there's a lot of politics you know in the world there's this party that party left right all that but in the middle of all that what i always think is god I'm not asking you to change a party. I'm asking you to change the hearts. Change those hearts. Because is it easier for God to change a party? Yes it is. But I believe God wants to do more. He wants to change hearts. So if if ideologies don't match, if you know, if you feel that oh the world around us is becoming more and more evil every day, take it on as a challenge. Fearless courage culture. Amen. that's okay it doesn't matter whoever comes to power it doesn't matter because the prisoners did not escape just think about that amen the doors were open the chains were loose but these 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 really bad prisoners did not want to go because it's not the prison walls that kept them in amen it was the heart and the power of god working in them amen So just to recap two things two hard attitudes we spoke about today number 1 the attitude of faith and expectancy that something great beyond what we could ever imagine is going to happen and when i come to god no matter what has happened around me what situation i'm in he's got my back and i'm believing him because this these are the bones that i'm coming to in in prayer but he's going to make an army out of this he's going to like go way beyond what i can imagine and the army is not just you know static they take ground amen so that's what he will do and number 2 is a hard attitude of being a symphony of praise in any situation praise him praise him on the sunday when you come here if you don't feel like praising if you have a bad week praise him praise him because he's in control. The Bible says in Colossians in him all things consist. And you know one thing one thought that came to my mind that has been a thought that has been always there that in that verse in him all things consist it means that the enemy his plans the enemy's very life is dependent on God. Amen. How's that? In him everything consists. So it's not like God is here, devil is here and they're fighting. No, he's above it all. The enemy's very breath is in his hands. Amen. That's who our God is. Amen. Isn't that powerful? Powerful to know. All right, let's uh, let's rise up to our feet and we're going to sing a powerful song. Alas, Dave to lead us in that song. This is how I fight my battles. But I'll encourage you, you know, if you if you need prayer, um if you need uh, us to speak this word over you and 
speak faith and pray for you, whatever situation you're going through. We have Pastor Sid, Sue, Pastor Joel, um, and they're all going to be here ready to pray. And as a church, we're going to march forward. Amen? Amen.